You're listening to episode 253 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. We're kicking off July with three full weeks of energy forecasts and updates. These beloved energy updates from experts in astrology, numerology, and even the Twin Flame Collective always rank so high in our chart, which tells me one thing. Y'all love to learn and know the energy as much as I do. If you are new to the series, each year in January and then again in June or July, we do an energy forecast and update for the year. Our January ones give us a glimpse into the full year, and these midpoint episodes are a perfect way to check in and get any updates. Today's guest is Jessica Horn. Jessica is a mother, a teacher, a healer, a business owner, and a divine feminine in the Twin Flame Connection. She specializes in twin flame readings and as a guide on social media. She offers tarot and oracle card readings in love, career, and twin flames, spiritual life coaching sessions on the twin flame journey, narcissism recovery, and general spiritual topics as needed. Jessica has both her bachelor's and master's in psychology, as well as certifications in Reiki energy medicine. Jessica pulled tarot cards for our call and channeled a message specifically for the Twin Flame community for the rest of 2021. It's a huge message that I think many will enjoy. This episode is brought to you by Spiritually Seeking. When you go to spiritually-seeking.com and enter the promo code PODCAST at checkout, you can save 20% on numerology reports, affirmation cards, and life guidance sessions. Go to spiritually-seeking.com and enter podcast at checkout. While you're listening today, screenshot that you're listening. Put it on Instagram, tag me in it at mindbizlife, and I'll reshare it. I love seeing when you tune in and turn it up, but also be sure to let me know what resonates with you. Are you ready to meet Jessica? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up, let's go. with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hey, Jessica. Welcome to the show. I know I have told you this at least a dozen times now, but I am seriously so pumped for this conversation. Me too. I'm really excited. (laughs) Well, Twin Flame episodes continue to stay one of our most downloaded episodes of the show. And I think it's mostly because the Twin Flame journey is a tricky one to navigate. And sometimes it's hard to understand. But before we go into that, I would love to learn a little bit more about you. How did you become a Twin Flame guide? Was this ignited from your own Twin Flame journey? Yes, definitely. Um, I'm pretty sure that nobody asks to be on a twin flame journey. It just sort of (laughs) happens to you. (laughs) And mine has been, um, very interesting. We'll say (laughs) very exciting in both good and bad ways. Um, and just, I had already been a card reader before that, but this definitely, well, a twin flame journey is a spiritual awakening. So Mm. it naturally, increased my gifts and increased my um, spiritual connections. And then along the way, it just kind of became a natural thing. I am the type of person that I'm an eternal learner, Um, not necessarily in schools, although I do have my master's in psychology, but I also just, I'm always absorbing everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm, 
I follow a lot of Twin Flame readers as well. And I was just absorbing information, absorbing information, observing patterns amongst people in the community. And over time, I just started channeling information as well. And I started giving twin flame readings. And before you know it, I just kind of became a twin flame reader. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. And I love that you've worn so many hats and I'm one of those eternal learners too. like walk, get me a new rabbit hole every day. And I am totally okay with just researching and learning all day. Yeah. And it, it, it can't, it's just not always the classroom, like the internet right now is our classroom. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. So what is your understanding of what twin flames are? Well, I can tell you that that came from a video. Honestly, I felt guided to it on YouTube um, by a woman who is a hypnotherapist of twin flames for probably over 10 years now, because I'm sure it was a while ago that I watched that. And she explained it perfectly. She said, you, she explained the whole thing about, do you feel like you're going crazy over this connection? Mm -hmm. And then she said, it's not, you're not crazy. Your soul literally split in part because your soul thought that you were badass and you have evolved so much over so many lifetimes that now you're going to take on this twin flame journey (laughs) and your soul divides into two and you become two different souls that are half of the original whole. And that is what, where twin flames come from. And there was a whole bunch of other stuff she talked about that I don't remember now, Um, but it just, it all made sense and it clicked for me. And that is my understanding of what twin flames are. Now, I don't think that anyone can say with hundred percent certainty that they know because how figuring out, right. (laughs) Part of the journey, right? Yes. But, um, I, it, it resonated with me. So, Yeah. And I think that's important with anything that we're learning or observing, because there is a lot of information that you may hear, especially in the twin flame community. And it just may not resonate with you. And if it doesn't resonate with you, to me, it's just like, okay, then move on. Right. Like let it go. And that may not be the reader for you. Um, Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're just not conveying it in a way that resonates with you. Maybe the messaging is correct, but they're not conveying it in a way that gives you that, ah, that spark or that aha moment, you know? So it's like, take what resonates, leave the rest. Yeah. And everybody's journey is unique to themselves and their twin partner. Mm -hmm. So what makes sense to some people might be just insane to other people. (laughs) And, and they're all still twin flames because no two twin flames are exactly alike. So there's reasons why, you know, some people resonate with some readers and guides and others don't. Mm, That makes a lot of sense too. So I guess everyone's next question is probably how do you know if you've really met your twin flame or if you've just excited that you've met that next spark in your life? Well, I will say that that is actually a concern to me because what I have been finding is that I think that a lot of people, now that the term twin flame has become more well-known, a lot of people who haven't necessarily met their twin flame keep hearing the term and they think, oh, that's what I want. I don't want a soulmate. I want a twin flame. Mm -hmm. And so they start looking for that. And it's just like you said, um, where they think it's the next spark 
that it's that's not necessarily true or maybe they're trying to make someone be their twin flame when they're not so that is something that i actually am a little concerned about i want to tell people you shouldn't want a twin flame you should want a soulmate that's the easy relationship that is still a divine soul connection and sacred contract but as far as how do you know if you've met a twin flame um the most common way that i have I know definitely what I felt myself and from what I have observed and communicated with, with clients and friends is that the connection is so significantly unbreakable that trying to move on is the most painful thing you can imagine in the world. And honestly, I don't think that there are words to describe it mm -hmm. because anybody who's not a twin flame can't understand what it feels like. Truth. Yeah. And there are other ways to know also, but that is the most significant way. So how do you think that people who are twin flames, right? Like maybe, maybe they both know, right. Or they've had this knowing that, Hey, there's something about us that's just different, but then mm -hmm. life happens, right? Like, I mean, life happens. We all make choices, whether that's in alignment with our highest self or not. Um, mm -hmm. we make these choices and sometimes we have these situations where you have twin flames in marriages with mm -hmm. kids. So mm -hmm. how does that happen in the twin flame co collective? And if it's, if it's so hard, right? Like that, that feeling is so overwhelming to not be together. How can people still kind of forge through that pain and live life in separation? Honestly, um, that's a great question that I don't know if that it has an answer because what I, um, what I feel about the twin flame journey is that the journey itself is meant to bring you back to who you truly are, who your authentic self is and the path that is meant for you and your twin flame, especially being that they're half of your original soul. Um, that's a sacred contract. That's basically a spiritual marriage. And that is what your soul cares about and what your spirit guides care about. Many people are in relationships that they're not supposed to be in. Mm -hmm. And it's, we are conditioned and trained from early ages by society and religion. And I'm religious too, but including religion, um, to believe that, you know, once you're definitely married, but sometimes in other relationships too, once you make that commitment that there's no going back. But what if you realize later on in life that this isn't the right path for you, that you weren't supposed to, that this wasn't meant to be forever. Um, and sometimes it's due to an abusive situation or sometimes it's, you just both become unhappy and you're not living your life fulfilled. Like, are you meant to be miserable for the rest of your life? No, I don't think so. Are you meant to, um, to teach your kids the wrong things? I don't think so. And so part of the twin flame journey is kind of, um, highlighting those things and teaching those lessons and leading you down the path that's meant for you. And it's not just about the relationship. It's not about running away from your commitments for, for someone. It's about much more than that. It's about your whole life. And it can also be about jobs. And are you, are you living your life purpose? It's about so many things. So um, people can certainly try to live in separation and not make any changes to their lives. I think that it's extremely difficult because the pain is so great. 
but I have seen people say that they choose to do that. Um, I don't personally understand how, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, but some people do. I think the majority of them are probably going to end up going down that road of making changes in their lives that they need to make in order to fulfill themselves and make their souls happy. Yeah. And I, maybe a lot of times it's like you've repressed that knowing within you to Mm -hmm. hold up to those societal norms, right. Of like to house picket fence, like this is what I'm supposed to do. And a lot of times when that's supposed to comes up, that's a really good indicator that you're not really in alignment with your, with what you want to do, right? Like it's, I'm supposed to stay in this relationship versus this isn't fulfilling me. I'm just, I'm just here. But also many people make these decisions when they're in their twenties, some even in their late teens. And I feel that probably they're still too young to really be making those decisions because they probably aren't fully connected with their, um, knowing even. So does that mean that you're stuck for the rest of your life? I don't think so. I used to, you know, when I was growing up and that's what I was taught, but now I see life differently. Yeah. And I think that's okay too, to give yourself permission to grow in your beliefs and you know, what makes sense to you as a child or teen. And a lot of those beliefs that we are indoctrinated from our parents or those that we are around, we have to give ourselves permission to break up with those beliefs or expand those beliefs or just be open that something else (laughs) may be going on. Mm -hmm. And actually you said something there um, and give yourself permission to be happy. Mm. If you're not happy, are you going to spend decades like that? Yeah. Yeah. And then to say, and if you're in that mode of like, well, I'll put my happiness on the back shelf for my kids or for this, then, oh But you can't be a good parent like that. Yes, exactly. Let me go back to, I have a master's in psychology. You cannot be a present, um, happy, loving parent if you are so stressed and unhappy that you are incapable of being in those emotions. If you are, I mean, this is probably going to apply more so to relationships that um, are not necessarily toxic, but you know what I mean? Like not really happy. (laughs) Right. Right. Just like a bandaid, always just like pretending to be on Instagram, like Um, Instagram happy. In any case, um, if you, you know, when people are stressed, they have less patience. They, um, aren't functioning from a healthy place in their day-to-day life, emotionally speaking. So you can't really be your best self as a parent when you're living like that. So that is not only going to be a bad um, example for your kids, but it's also going to give them trauma wounds that they're going to have for the rest of their lives. And that's going to affect their future relationships. And they're going to end up making the same mistakes or possibly worse And then they're not going to be happy. Right. And this is not what we're striving for here, parents, as a mom myself, you know, like we're trying to heal these generational wounds and put the stop to them right now, not trigger more. (laughs) Exactly. So what does it take for Twin Flames to come into union? Well, the process of the Twin Flame journey is about with both individuals Um, like I said earlier, bringing them back to themselves, like really making that conscious awareness of 
who am I really? And what do I really want? And then they're going to, um, well, actually, first step is going to be healing those deep inner wounds that have made life difficult <laughs> all along the way, inner child wounds, self-worth wounds, um, mo mother wounds and father wounds, and more, you know, pretty much anything you can think of. <laughs> um, all of those things make us um, not able to function in emotionally healthy ways. So the first thing is healing those wounds. And then once that happens, then you're able to kind of look at yourself, not yourself, your life clearly and realize, okay, what changes do I need to make in order to make myself happy? And then that's when, that's when you reach inner union. And then that's when you move into outer union, which is with your twin flame. Fascinating. So for it is a, a lot of the inner work, but I know you had posted a video the other night on Instagram yes. and I loved it because you were really talking about how some of these twin flame readers just talk that it's like magic, like, <laughs> oh, like you just do the inner work and then poof, it happens. Yes. So, but it's, it's just, that's not fact. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> is there anything that you like want to expand upon of like, why, why to dispel that or why, you know, like you don't feel like there's credit well, to that. The specific um, phrase or sentence that I had seen was that as soon as you can, honestly, she said vibrate higher, but I really think the majority of people don't even understand what that means or how to do that. Um, but basically that means focusing on your inner work, but as soon as you can vibrate higher, your twin flame will just come running to you immediately. Oh, and gosh. she he described it as it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. They're just going, it's like going to be like a light switch and they just come running to you. And I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just consider the, the marriages and the relationships, especially when children are involved, nobody can just magically come running to you. Yeah. So, and, and then if on they the do, side, like, you kind of have to wonder about their intentions. Like if they're just like do. abandoning their entire family and just like bolt out That's the door. Like, very true. Yeah, that is very true. Um, but the other thing is we just talked about all of the inner work you have to do. So why would the feminine which is the leader in the connection, the divine feminine, I should say, because it doesn't necessarily have to go by biological gender. Mm -hmm. The divine feminine is the, the one who embraces more feminine energy and is more awakened and she's the leader in the journey. So the divine feminine, what, if she does all of that inner work and she raises her vibration, what the masculine doesn't have to he can just magically be right. with you. Then. Poof, poof. <laughs> he doesn't have to do any inner work at all. <laughs> this is this is definitely that not fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely not a fair journey here. <laughs> so, yeah, I I I honestly don't even understand how how people think that makes sense. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> yeah but and I think that I think it's important that 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 was brought up too because you know, sometimes you just need to know when you're being fed a line of BS. And if you're, if you're in the beginning of your awakening, right. And like all of these terms are new to you, whether it's ascension or awakening, like, you know, I remember hearing that a million times and it never resonated with me because I had, I wasn't on that path yet. So yes. it was like, I had heard the words, but it's kind of like a Charlie Brown teacher when there's like, wah, 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 wah. it doesn't mean anything yes, to you. Yeah. So if you're new on that journey and you're following someone who says that, 
you may be taking that as Bible right then and yeah. there. And it's like, okay, yeah. all I have to do is, is focus on me and poof, <laughs> I'll come running. Yeah. Exactly. You, you really need to understand um, the other person's perspective too. And the twin flame journey teaches unconditional love and unconditional love for your partner. And then that ends up expanding to others in the world too. But that's another conversation. My point being that um, as you embrace that feeling of unconditional love, then you you should be starting to look at your, your twins uh, perspective as well and what's going on in their lives and be um, willing to give them the, the space in order to go through their side of the process and make the changes in their life that they need to make. You shouldn't be putting this pressure on it that it has to be your way. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's also like super important to know. And, and I love that you brought that up because it's not just like one way or the highway. Like that, that yeah. feels very egotistical to say like, it has to be this way and not consider the other person of what may be going on in their life or what they're battling with, because, you know, like our perception is what we view as fact. So yes. it could be completely different reality in, in their world for them and what their perception is and what they're perceiving as fact. So that's a really important piece. I know that I had, when we kind of start having this conversation, um, we talked about doing a card reading and mm -hmm. in regards to the last half of 2021, I mean, 2020 whew, was a year, but I also feel like <laughs> 2021 is like equally as up there. So yeah. what is the story that the cards are sharing when it comes to the overall message for the separated twin flame collective or just the twin flame collective in general? Okay. Well, um, I had been seeing here and there and people were sending me stuff that was talking about how summer and this year is supposed to be significant for twin flame unions. Um, I had not yet looked into it myself, but I had already been seeing that. And I will definitely say that um, when I pulled the cards before our chat today to see what spirit had to say about, um, the rest of the year for the twin flame collective, that was definitely a very strong message, but I do want to add a disclaimer real quick. There are multiple waves of twin flames. So not every single twin flame pair is going to necessarily come into union this year. It depends on each individual pair and where you're at in your journey. And, and to an extent, which wave you're in, which the, the twin flame community seems to understand what that means. Um, but to go back to the reading real quick, um, as I was saying, there's a strong emphasis on coming into union. There's actually, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five twin flame union cards Whoa. that came Yes. And how and interesting that it's five, because today we'll just know everyone knows oh my gosh. This. it's five, five, five. It's the portal that day. So significant. Right? <laughs> yep. And there's also talk about um, new beginnings, um, achieving your goals, like, uh, powerful changes, um, success. And then there was a little bit, Spirit didn't talk about it too much but there was a little bit about um, karmic cycles coming to an end. I feel that spirit didn't go into that a lot because not everybody has kar karmic partners. So um, it doesn't apply to everyone, but there is um, messages here about karmic situations coming to an end so that twin flame union can come together. 
Interesting. So it's a, it's a little bit more hopeful feeling than oh, yeah. like very much. What do you think will happen on like an energetic vibration for earth when more twin flames come into union? Well, to be honest, um, this isn't something I talk about a lot on my, on my social media because not everybody understands Ascension or what's happening in the world, but I, it is my belief that twin flames are a significant part of the Ascension process. And as more twin flames come into union, it is raising the, the energy frequency and vibration of the world and humanity to higher levels, which is part of Ascension. It's basically twin flame unions are helping the Ascension process, basically. Fascinating. And I, I love that we're having this conversation on this day. I mean, and the yes. audience knows I record ahead of time, but it's so interesting. Yeah, it's so interesting. And I did not plan that. <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's even more wild because I had a, a reading done a couple months ago and I always channel my grandfather and he had told me, he was like, you know, uh, like he was, he's very uh, prevalent in my life of like giving me guidance as to like what's yeah. next or pay attention to. And I was like really antsy and he just like wasn't saying anything. And it was like, you need to wait until five, five, five. And I'm like, really? five, five, five. So I've kind of like blocked this whole day off. Right. Like in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to receive all the messages. Like that's <laughs> like how I thought it was going to be. And then my schedule alerted me when I had sent you the link. And I was like, wait, who's on my schedule? And I was like, I thought I blocked this day off. And when I saw it, I was like, <gasps> you know, I was like, no. this was meant to be like, it was and totally like that vibe. I was like, okay, this, this is, is the perfect example of how spirit aligns things yes. because I did not do that intentionally. I was basing it on my, my work schedule and when the best day and time was for me. And I also had the same thought within the last week of, I can't believe that I just happened to be talking to you on the five, five portal day. This is so, so obviously spirit guided me through that. I just didn't realize it. <laughs> yeah. I think it, I think it did it for us both. Cause I was even talking to my mentor. Cause we were talking about this day and I pulled up my calendar. I was like, Oh my gosh, who's on my calendar? <laughs> it was like one of those moments. I was like, I didn't block that day out. And when I saw it was you, I just like literally had that. Oh, my gosh, like moment. Yep. Just, you just know it was like divine in that way. You know, yep. just like, okay, this is what I was supposed to be receiving tonight. Yes. And Got to be it. honest, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> I love it. And I love that. Like when you're aware, you, you, you're aware of this and then it makes so much more sense because if I wasn't aware that could have been said to me, one, I may not have ever picked up like on this day. Right. Like I could have just been like looking for a lottery ticket for all I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. and I could have just seen this as a quote unquote coincidence. Right. Yep, like, exactly. but I don't believe in coincidences. Me anymore. neither girl. Me neither. It's a thing of the past. We're past yep. that. <laughs> well, I know that the yearning for more twin flame knowledge is always abundant. So will you tell our audience where they can go to connect with you further and get more of your offerings? Yes. So, uh, last year, I was just on Instagram, but I made it a concerted effort since the end of last year to, um, branch out more. So my 
majority of my posts um, and guidance is shared on Instagram, which it, my handle is divine intuitive healing. Um, but I do, I did establish a blog, which I'm slowly able to add to because I prioritize my clients and my readings over the blog. So it's getting there, but I updated it now. Um, and I'm going to be updating it with past Instagram posts. So my blog is fearlessly inspired awakenings.net. And then I, I, yes, I very purposefully chose that name. Mm. (laughs) Um, I do have Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest all under the fearlessly inspired, um, awakenings, or I have to double check Facebook. It might be under divine intuitive healing. Um, but you were making that shift, weren't you? Yes. And what happened was I made my Instagram name long before I knew I was going to be opening an Etsy shop and I'm a blog and all of these things. So I can't change my Instagram name easily. And yeah. it's just, it is what it is, <laughs> yeah. you know, purpose over perfect. Like we were saying. Exactly. exactly. So I did add one more um, thing just this past weekend, because as I um, gain more and more clients, I have less and less time because I respond to everyone. I respond to followers who message me because I feel that it's, I am meant to help people. So why would I ignore them if they message me? I, it kind of annoys me when readers don't answer me. So (laughs) I make an effort to answer everybody, but I also, there's only so much time in the day. So I wanted to create a way that, um, mainly divine feminines, but any twins can be a support for each other. So I created a telegram group called fearlessly inspired twin souls And we're still small because I literally just started it, but um, already everybody is supporting each other so beautifully and amazingly. And I love it. I just love checking it every day and seeing the um, camaraderie and emotional support that everyone's already giving each other. So I think that that is hopefully going to be another great outlet for, for Twin Flames because nobody, okay, let me rephrase. Anybody who is not a twin flame, they are not capable of understanding what you're going through. So you can't talk to family or friends, even psychics. Psychics can provide amazing insight and detail into situations, but if they're not twin flames and they don't understand the twin flame journey, they can't give you good um, advice based on the situation. And they might not, like they might see that you're meant to end up together, but they don't see the roller coaster between now and then. <laughs> exactly. So that's why the, I think that's why your twin flame podcasts are so popular because nobody has anybody to talk to about it and they don't know where to get good information. <laughs> yeah, it's so, so true. I haven't thought of it that way. So I love that you're building that community of like yes, a safe I'm space. Trying. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying. I love so, that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that covers everything, but I, I have, oh, and I also have YouTube. How can I forget that? Can't forget YouTube. <laughs> I made a YouTube channel as well. All of my, everything I do now, I try and post across everything. So I do video collective readings on my YouTube channel. I just started posting vlogs as well last week, and I'm going to try and keep the blog and the vlog connected. So the same topics are going at the same time. Um, but yeah, and some people like to read and some people like to watch. So that's another route. 
It, that's so, so true. And sometimes you're just not in a place to watch, right? Or listen. Yeah. So like you need that quick read. I'm totally that person. I'm like, yeah, I need all the exactly. mediums depending on what I'm doing and the mood I'm in. <laughs> like, yeah. And and all of my social media has the links to everything. And of course I forgot as well my shop, my Etsy shop yes. <laughs> is fearlessly inspired. And I have a bunch of different um readings, types of readings. Really, I, I made a bunch of different ones because I wanted to, people to have options. I don't it drives me crazy when I see readers who charge like a hundred dollars or more for a twin flame reading and so many people need help and not everybody can afford that. So I have a lot of different options so that people can get help and get answers. And I also have coaching and Reiki and, um, and some other odds and ends on there. So my most popular is the twin flames. So Perfect. Well, I'll be sure to link all of it on this week's episode notes so our audience can also easily find you. But Jessica, you are a ray of light. I cherish your wisdom and I'm just so honored that you joined me tonight. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You heard it, Twin Flames. This year may end with a lot of Twin Flame unions. And to me, that feels like a beautiful energy. If you are on the Twin Flame journey, be sure to connect with Jessica. I have shared all of her social links and more on this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. And while you're getting social, be sure we're connected. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at mindbizlife. Next week, we are getting an astrology energy update from audience favorite, Natha Campanella. But as always, I am back on Friday for another episode of Fuel Your Life Friday. But until then, remember... Every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.